Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel message of the day. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you're seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions. Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today, we celebrate the solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, the octave day of Christmas. And we begin with Psalm 67. May God bless us in his mercy together. May God bless us in his mercy. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations your salvation. May the nations be glad and exult, because you rule the peoples in equity, the nations on the earth you guide. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us. May all the ends of the earth fear him. May God bless us in his mercy. Together, may God bless us in his mercy. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 2, verse 16 to 21. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it, were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Happy New Year, my friends, 2024. I wonder how many people are waking up with a terrible headache, walking just a bit slower. Now it is 2024. The happiness of the night has worn off and many simply sleep all day or watch football or a good movie on TV. But we are here celebrating something very different. While everyone is talking about New Year's resolutions, we are talking about the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, on the first day of the New Year. Imagine that. In St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, he tells us when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Here we come to understand that the Son of God fully participates in the human condition. He is one of us because of Mary. The very fact of Mary's physicality, her embodiedness, her fleshliness, and therefore Jesus' own body, 
is the saving link between God and humanity. St. Paul writes that we become heirs of Christ and intimately understand God as Abba, the way her son understood his father. It is Mary's profound human kinship with Jesus that allows us to see in her a pledge of the destiny that God has promised all his children. Yes, Father, but why celebrate this special feast on January 1st? Okay, thanks for asking. So today, I would like to share a few reasons why this celebration falls on New Year's Day. I thought about four reasons. First of all, the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, on January 1st is closely linked to the Christmas season, particularly the octave of Christmas. It is a continuation of the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ and serves as a, a fitting conclusion to the Christmas octave. By honoring Mary as the mother of God at the beginning of the new year, the church underscores the inseparable connection between the birth of Jesus and Mary's unique role in the incarnation. Secondly, the historical origin of the celebration on January 1st dates back to the Council of Ephesus in 431 AD, at which the title Theotokos, Mother of God, was officially affirmed and defended by the church. This council, in response to heresies challenging the true nature of Christ, upheld the belief in the divine maternity of Mary and established her as the mother of God. The choice of January 1st as the date of this feast was a deliberate affirmation of Mary's role in the incarnation and in safeguarding the orthodox understanding of the person of Christ. Thirdly, the beginning of the new year is a time of hope, renewal, and looking ahead to the future. By celebrating the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, on January 1st, the Church entrusts the coming year to the care and intercession of the Blessed Virgin. It's an opportunity for all of us to seek Mary's maternal protection over the year that lies ahead and to invoke her prayers for peace, blessings, and divine guidance. And finally, the choice of January 1st as the Feast of Mary, Mother of God, serves to highlight the foundational role of Mary in the salvific plan of God. It reiterates the central truth that Mary bore the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, and that her maternal care extends to all believers throughout time. And so, my friends, the celebration of Mary, Mother of God, on the first day of the new year holds significance as a continuation of the Christmas season, a historical affirmation of Mary's title at the Council of Ephesus, a symbol of hope and new beginnings, and is a testament to Mary's role in the divine plan of salvation. Let us not get caught up in, in all of the uh, new uh, things that uh, we want to do during the course of the year, you know. Um, we kind of make a list of everything we're going to do, everything we're going to change, and then nothing happens. My recommendation is that you get to know Mary, who can show you what is most important, 
how to develop a strong relationship with Christ. Celebrate this day and make this year a holy one. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.